0: This is CBS News Bay Area with Juliette Goodrich.
1: Good evening. School is supposed to be a safe place for kids, but many students in Santa Rosa say they no longer feel that way. Today, they staged a walkout demanding more protection, and this comes after the deadly stabbing of a 16-year-old student at Montgomery High. And today, we learned of another incident on another campus where a student brought an unloaded gun to school. Our Darlin spoke to students about the message they want to send to administrators.
0: Students say if they don't feel safe, then they can't focus on learning.
1: No justice, no peace. Before they marched, Maria
0: Carrillo High School students rallied on campus to demand better security and communication from administrators.
2: For God's sake, change the alarm tone. Why is the sound the exact same for a lockdown and a fire? I'm sorry, my response is going to be very different if there's somebody dangerous on campus or if there's a fire.
0: Students say a campus fire and a hoax involving school shooting happened recently and this week police arrested a student for bringing an unloaded gun to school.
1: There was a gun on campus and we weren't educated of that. Um, In light of recent events, I do not feel safe at school. Why
2: does it take my best friend's death to be an eye opener to
0: do Better. Among those who came to speak at the rally was Olivia Cruz, a junior from Montgomery High. She witnessed the stabbing that killed her best friend, 16-year-old Jaden Pienta.
2: My school absolutely failed him, 100%. I was the one who called 911. I walked him into that office saying that he was stabbed.
0: The stabbing happened Wednesday morning in an art class at Montgomery High. Family and friends of the victim say the 16-year-old Pienta and another 16-year-old junior walked into the class to confront a 15-year-old freshman. They claim the freshman had previously slashed Pienta's car tires. Police say the 15-year-old boy stabbed the two older boys, killing Pienta.
2: These three young boys had a history. The school knew about it. All... Both two parents called the school multiple times about all like their whole beef and all their drama and nothing was
0: done. The school district would not comment on what they knew or what intervention was done before the stabbing. The district removed school resource officers or SROs in the summer of 2020 after the police killing of George Floyd. Montgomery High students also claim they don't have security guards on campus.
2: We weren't aware of any specific instances or issues between those students.
0: The police department wants to bring SROs back. They believe it would have made a difference.
2: We've never had something like we had on Wednesday in any of our schools ever. It doesn't mean you're not going to have violence. We've seen that nationwide, even with SROs on campus, but they do a good job of preventing things from happening. It deters kids from thinking I can get away with stuff when they know a, a cop is nearby.
0: Many students like Olivia agree they want to prevent another tragedy.
2: I'm on two hours of sleep because every time I sleep, I dream about him. I relive everything that I saw and I don't want to
0: classes at Montgomery High were canceled on Thursday and Friday. They'll reopen the school on Monday, but students plan to stage a walkout.
1: There's a new development in the ongoing ransom cyberware attack that targeted Oakland City government. Whoever accessed the city's data apparently plans to release that information publicly. And according to a statement Oakland released today, this comes after a month of drama impacting the city's computer and telephone networks. People have been having trouble with everything from paying tickets to filing reports. Our security expert says the hackers could release data into the public domain or sell it on the dark web. Either way, it could cause real problems depending on what the hackers have
2: anything in their database is going to be like their name, date of birth, you know, probably marriage data, social security, anything like that. And then all of a sudden you've got everything you need, all the tools you need to build a, a credit history. You know, although it would be false, it's, you know, a credit history or apply for credit cards and that sort of thing.
1: The city of Oakland says it will notify anyone whose personal information is involved once they figure it out. The FBI and the Department of Homeland Security are still on the case. And a new twist in an explosives investigation in San Jose police saying the discovery of a home packed with explosive material is related to some recent attacks on PG&E transformers. 35-year-old Peter Kerasov was arrested for explosives and evidence of drug activity at his home. Police and the FBI are still at the suspect's house this evening. They've had to evacuate some nearby homes while they process the potentially volatile evidence.
2: Dealing with explosive devices Is very detail oriented. So we're expecting to be out at that scene for a few more days, possibly up to another five days total, while we go through with a fine tooth comb and get all the evidence that is applicable to this case.
1: Police believe he is connected to two explosions that damaged transformers at different shopping centers in southern San Jose in December and January. All right, now to our weather. Clear skies tonight, but it won't last long. Just in time for the weekend. <laughs> the rain returns. <laughs> Paul Hagen here to fill us in on what's in store for all of us. seems like up. the
2: timing always works out that way. We've had a few wet yeah. weekends in a row, and this weekend, very similar. Let's take a look at what's out there right now. Just clouds streaming over the Bay Area, made for a pretty sunset this evening. A little bit of moisture starting to get into radar range. This is in the clouds, not at ground level, or in this case, ocean level. We're going to see our rain chances increase though, as we head towards tomorrow morning, just thickening clouds overnight. The rain holds off until after sunrise, but it's going to move into the North Bay and our map froze. Okay, let's see if the radar simulation catches up. It won't. Okay, You have to take my word for it. The rain is going to move into the North Bay between seven and nine o'clock and across the rest of the Bay Area, but exiting already by early afternoon, our hour by hour rain chances. I know this is going to show up. We're going to see those rain chances diminishing by afternoon, not a 0% rain chance, but low during the afternoon. Maybe you can get out, but keep in mind the ground is going to be wet and then more rain is in store by tomorrow evening and tomorrow night. So two different waves of rain. I will switch forecast models and give you an accurate look at what the radar is going to look like tomorrow coming up in just a few minutes.
1: All right, so stick around. I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Here is what Interstate 80 looked like at Soda Springs today, so check that out. Clear path for drivers, right, Paul? Mm -hmm. So is it a good idea to head up to the Sierra right now?
2: Well, if you want to be there for about a week.
1: I do. Well, (laughs) are you prepared to be there for a
2: week because it's going to start snowing tomorrow morning? Okay. They're going to get feet of snow again as we head through the weekend and folks up there, law enforcement and Mm -hmm. city officials saying just don't come all right because it's going to be again dangerous conditions on the roads
1: i trust your timetable mm-hmm. and the new snow is certainly bad news for search and rescue teams who have been working around the clock in the sierra in fact reporter madison keevee has more
2: total uh, welfare checks and calls for straight up search and rescue were just below 200 since uh, since
0: friday
1: that's more than triple the average number of calls the nevada county sheriff's search and rescue team gets every week sunshine and snow friday will turn to storms and more snow over the weekend the team has been on since monday
2: starting on monday evening um, we started that evening and we went for about 40 hours straight
1: a hundred of them who are a hundred percent volunteer photos taken at recent incidents show the conditions the 100 search and rescue volunteers work in dark low or
2: zero visibility and icy roads are just part of the job on weeks like this, the amount of snow and the devastation from the, the trees, uh, the the weight on the trees bringing down the power lines and bro- blocking the roads and then the snow blocking the roads itself. Uh, all those three things combined have made it impossible for anybody to go in to get supplies to get out of their houses or anybody to go check on their relatives.
1: And in Southern California, people stranded in the San Bernardino Mountains could be stuck there for another week. But that's actually an improvement over the original estimate of two weeks. Last week's rare snowstorm buried the area. Thousands of people are trapped in their homes with dwindling supplies. Authorities say the area just isn't equipped to handle that much snow. If
0: you look at I-80 going through the Tahoe area, I've seen I-80 where they have 20-foot walls of snow. We don't ever experience that in our mountains, but we've experienced it now.
1: So one silver lining, Southern California is not expected to get hit by the storm that will bring rain to the Bay Area this weekend. Vice President Kamala Harris made a brief stop in the Bay Area today. She attended a political fundraiser in Hillsborough and a roundtable talk with AAPI business owners in San Francisco's Chinatown. She says the administration is making multi-billion dollar investments and providing loans for those communities. It is about helping a small business owner believe in their capacity and then have the resources that are necessary to successfully run a small business. So that might include giving some support and feedback around how to deal with payroll, how to deal with taxes. Another big concern for many of those businesses, crime. We all want to look and feel our best. Sometimes that means a new addition to your wardrobe. But did you know that our clothes are big contributors to waste and climate change? Latest government figures showing that only 15 percent of textiles are recycled, which means the other 85 percent are either burned or they end up in landfills. Well, now a new bill is being proposed in California. It would require fashion companies to set up recycling stations for unwanted clothes. Items in good condition would be donated to nonprofits. The rest would be broken down into materials that could be made into new textiles any brands that don't comply by 2026 would be banned from the state and scientists in the UK they're taking a different approach to recycling clothing they're taking aim at polyester and they're experimenting with plastic eating enzymes
2: what we want to do is to see whether the enzymes that can break down these plastic bottles are also able to break down the polyester in fabrics such as this
1: Polyester is the most widely used clothing fiber in the world, accounting for 60 percent of what we wear. But experts say it's not sustainable, especially when it's dyed and treated with chemicals. The Santa Cruz CHP says they found these little sugar gliders during a recent DUI arrest. They posted pictures of little marsupials on their Facebook page. That means they're in the same family. Look at that as the kangaroos and koalas. They're also restricted animals. The driver was arrested for both driving under the influence, lovely, and trying to transport restricted wildlife. And the animals were confiscated, taken to a safe place, and the driver is dealing with consequences. All right. Thanks for watching. The news continues streaming on CBS News Bay Area. We'll see you back here at 11 o'clock. Have a wonderful and safe weekend. Thanks for watching.